Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hello and a big welcome to Elemental, a podcast from RNZ. I'm Professor Alan Blackman, Professor of Chemistry at AUT. And I'm Alison Balance. This is episode 14 in our alphabetical wander through the periodic table and we have busted out of the B's into the C's. We're up to cadmium, yet another metal. How many of the chemical elements are actually metals, Alan? Well, I'm going to disappoint you on this because I'm not going to give you a number. Why not? Why not? Okay, well, there are 118 elements on the periodic table. We know that much. Now, we know, I would say, roughly between sort of 70 and 80 of those are metals, what we would call metals at room temperature and pressure. The reason I'm not giving you an exact number is because if you think back to our episode on the transuranium elements... Oh, those big, heavy things. Indeed, those big, heavy things. And the fact that some of them have only been made in quantities of a few atoms. And when you have only a few atoms of something, that's not sufficient to actually see if it's a solid or a liquid or a gas. We can certainly guess, predict, whatever, but we're not going to ever get a big enough sample to actually say whether it's truly a metal or whatever. So I'm just going to sort of, yeah, wave my hands over that one. Okie dokie then. Cadmium, (laughs) tell me all about it. Cadmium. So it is element number 48 on the periodic table, atomic number of 48. It was discovered or isolated in 1817, elemental symbol CD. And in the periodic table, it is sort of in the middle-ish and around about halfway down. It's just below zinc in group 12. And group 12 only contains four elements, unlike the usual groups, which are much longer. So it's sort of in the U bit in the middle of the periodic table. Oh, yes, that dip in the middle. That's the one. And it gets its name from the Latin word cadmia, and that is, in fact, the old name for calamine, which is otherwise known as zinc carbonate. Now, I remember calamine lotion from when I was a kid. It was pink, and my mother used to use it on us kids when we got sunburnt to cool it down or itchy bites to stop the itch. Is this anything to do with cadmium? uh, Well, yes and no. In fact, cadmium was found to be an impurity in zinc salts, and so that's essentially where it gets its name from. But there is, in fact, no cadmium in calamine lotion. And just as an aside, calamine lotion is on the World Health Organization's list of essential medicines for being one of the most effective and safe medicines needed in a health system. Oh, my God, it's still around. (laughs) It is indeed. No cadmium in it, of course, but it's mostly zinc oxide, and it gets that pink colour from a smidge of iron oxide in there. So calamine lotion is obviously okay because we plaster it all over small kids. Would you actually do that if it had had cadmium in it? No. Cadmium is one of those all too familiar now nasty elements. It is a bit toxic. And the reason that it's toxic is precisely because of its position on the periodic table. It lies directly below zinc. Now, zinc is an essential element for humans. 
cadmium lying where it does to the body looks very, very much like zinc. And so the body can easily mistake it for zinc and then it goes into places in the body where it shouldn't go and it can act as a toxin because of that. Hmm, sounds unpleasant. Where else would I come across it? If you're into art at all, then you may have heard of a variety of cadmium pigments, for example. Cadmium yellow. Yes, indeed. Cadmium yellow is one. You can also get cadmium red, you can get cadmium orange and cadmium green. So Ah. they're all used as artistic pigments. Unfortunate that they're a little bit toxic, but then again, you don't go sort of eating paint, hopefully. No licking the paintbrush. (laughs) No, no, indeed not. The good thing about cadmium pigments, some of them anyway, that you can heat them up to very, very high temperatures. So they survive around about 3,000 degrees Celsius, which means that you can use them to colour glass. So you can get beautiful, bright, vibrant uh, coloured glass, which does contain cadmium. There's a glass colour called Imperial Red, and that was uh, used to create the glasses for red traffic lights. Do we still use it in glasses at all? Well, yes, we do, and we shouldn't. So in 2010, McDonald's of burger fame had to recall 12 million glasses that they had been using to advertise the Shrek Forever After movie because they were painted with pigments that contain cadmium. Uh, not, Not the best idea. Oops. (laughs) Hey, now cadmium is ringing some bells. Didn't it used to be used in rechargeable batteries? Yes, indeed. If you've heard of nickel cadmium batteries, for example, they are still used, but they're sort of on the way out again because of the toxicity of cadmium. And so they are being gradually replaced by other kinds of batteries. So in particular, your lithium ion batteries, for example, or your nickel metal hydride, or NIMH batteries. Yeah, nickel cadmium batteries are really good in terms of being rechargeable, but it's the toxicity problem. And not only in batteries, but for some strange reason, people are busy making jewellery out of pure cadmium now. If you look online, you will find all sorts of things that are made out of pure cadmium. I'm not sure that's a brilliant idea. You certainly wouldn't want to suck on your bracelets or something like that. You'll be ingesting some cadmium from that. Because it's toxic, it's being phased out, apart from in this jewellery, and the chemist's advice is don't wear it. So does this mean we'll be seeing less of it in future? Has it had its day? Yes and no. What it has been found to be very, very good at recently is in materials called quantum dots. Now, quantum dots are very, very, very tiny particles of generally cadmium sulphide or cadmium selenide, and... The beauty of these things is that if you irradiate them with light, they can then fluoresce, but the colour that they give you from that depends on the size of the particles. So in other words, you can get the same material giving you different colours, which is very, very, very unusual. And it all depends on the size of the particles. We're talking, you know, nanometer-sized particles here, between sort of 10 and 100 nanometers. And if you've ever heard of QLED TVs, these are the latest things quantum dot LED TVs. So they contain quantum dots and they apparently are the future of high-definition TVs. Ah, so colourful cadmium, eh? Anyway, this was episode 14 of Elemental, a podcast from RNZ. You can subscribe for free in all the usual podcast places or find us at rnz.co.nz forward slash chemistry. Next time we're taking a look at cesium, but until then it's goodbye from me, Alison Balance. And I'm going to sneak something in here, Alison, before I say farewell. Did you know that you are one of the lucky people on the planet who can spell their first and last names with 
element symbols from the periodic table. I can't do it, and that guts me. I can do my first name. I can do A-L-L-A-N. I can't get the Blackman in there, but Allison Balance works perfectly. Aluminium, iodine, sulfur, oxygen, nitrogen, boron, aluminium, lanthanum, nitrogen, cerium. There you go. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> Neither did I until a couple of days ago. <laughs> and so that's it from me. I'm Professor Alan Blackman from Auckland University of Technology, and we'll catch you next time. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.